Hey friends, welcome to Faith Coffee and a Kid Podcast. This is your host, Cherie, and it is Monday. I hope you guys had a great weekend. I hope it was restful and fun, and you got to spend some time with the ones you love the most, and you got to spend some time doing things for yourself as well. Um, Today, I wanted to actually talk about Monday, because so many of us really dread Mondays, right? It's like, You might have come off a great weekend and you're just kind of like, wow, that went so quickly. Oh, it's Monday. You know, I'm not prepped for the week ahead and your mind starts going. And the next thing you know, you are already setting a tone for a stinky Monday, right? And and really, I believe this. I feel like Monday kind of sets that tone for the rest of the week. Um, And nobody wants to have a week that started off on a bad note. Right. So I've been thinking a lot about that lately, about just how, you know, Mondays seem to be this day where I feel like a lot of times I'm playing catch up or like I'm not that excited about Monday. And, you know, it really is the day that the Lord has made. Right. And we should rejoice in those days because our days are numbered here and we shouldn't go into the day already having this like dismal attitude. Now, I'm not going to be all Pollyanna and say everything is just great every Monday and we wake up and the birds are chirping and we're just ready to go, right? Because that's just not real life. Let's be honest. Um, If you have kids, you know how it is on Mondays. You know, you're struggling sometimes to get them out of bed, get them to school, then you're running off and you have errands and it's just like the ball starts rolling. Um, And let's not even talk about extracurricular activities, right? So I have been trying to be more intentional about making my Mondays go a little smoother. And today was one of those days. And I was thinking about like, what did I do that was different maybe this Monday, you know, than last week? Now, I did have a good weekend. Um, Sunday was a good day. I went to church and I think that that is key. And I want to say that first because I think so often, uh, and, and, you know, I'm not saying, you know, there are obviously reasons sometimes you can't go to church or whatever, but I do find that when I start my day off or if I start my weekend or week off, um, and I'm going to church on Sunday, I'm being fed the word, there's that nourishment, right? And that nourishment is the start of, um, the week for me, right? And, and kind of being built up spiritually and being around sisters and brothers in Christ and fellowshipping. And you're already starting off that on a good note. And I think that's really, really important. And I'm going to talk about that later. Um, but this is just something that I have been trying out. Um, and I think that it could be helpful to you. So no matter what your circumstances are, I think that most of us can do this. And, you know, whether you have five kids, whether you have one kid, whether you're married, whether you're single, I do think these are some really practical ways in to help your Monday go a little smoother. So I was looking at a verse in the Bible because somebody told me a long time ago that it's really important to Um, tie habits to principles, right? Like to practical principles and um, biblical truths. And so I thought about order and what it's meant in my life. And I could tell you this, I was very orderly 
when I feel like my daughter was younger and I was going into an office. Um, it was really key, right? Like I had a young daughter. Um, she was three, four, five years old. She, you know, I had to get her to school, get on the metro, go to DC, come back, you know, rush up. And listen, if you've ever been on DC metros, you know, delays are, you know, inevitable. But you're like rushing up, you're trying to get them before um, aftercare is over, and you don't want to get charged the hundred dollars a minute they charge you I swear like not really but you know what I'm talking about if you guys have ever had a child in aftercare and if you're late (laughs) um and plus I didn't want to be late for her you know so but there was a lot of running around at that time and a lot of having to be in places on time and just it was a different you know time in my life and so I really was adamant about finding order in my life so that I can take care of the priorities in my life in a way that honored um, our home and honored God and honored our family. And so I started to dive really deep into preparation, organization, and maintenance. And so those three things for me were really key in creating a peaceful home life. Um, It allowed me, that structure allowed me to really spend time with my daughter and not be distracted by like the dishes in the sink or, you know, the garbage or like, like it was, it was, I had a schedule and I had a cleaning schedule and I had more of like a meal plan. And so that way, when we came home from school, um, a meal was, you know, planned. It may not be on the table. I, I, you know, it's so funny. I use the crock pot now, but I didn't then. I wish I did. But, um, you know, I didn't have that. So, but there was a plan. There was a plan in place and I knew what I was making. And so we had a routine. We came home, um, you know, we'd have dinner. We would read a book or watch a movie or do like whatever little homework she had. She'd take a bath. We would read the Bible before bed and a book and then, you know, the next day. And so, but I found that as a single parent and having, you know, an idea of like, okay, this is what I'm cleaning this day. This is the days that I'm doing laundry. Um, One of the things I used to do was like, I would prep her lunches for the week ahead. Um, That was like, that, that was like the best thing I did. Seriously. Like that morning, it was not like in the mornings, it wasn't rushed. I was able to like have breakfast with her and it was just so much easier. Now, fast forward when she was about second grade, I believe first or second grade, I started working from home and that allows for more flexibility. So I would say that I kept that schedule going for a while, but it's a lot easier, right? Like it doesn't have to be so um, rigid in a sense. Like, you know, I'm home. I could go downstairs and throw laundry in anytime, right? Like for the most part, not saying that you don't work hard at home because you absolutely do. For those of you who work remotely, you know that sometimes you probably work harder than you worked in the office, right? Because I feel like when you work remotely, um, there's a certain kind of accountability that comes with that. Um, But, you know, I kind of kept that schedule going. And then she got older. And I feel like it kind of eh, got very loosey goosey. And so 
it's interesting how things change in different seasons of your life, right? So now she's a junior in high school. Um, you know, I, I do work two positions and they are, they require different things from me at different times, but there's, there's different, I'll say this, there are different, um, pressures and stressors that were, I didn't have before. So, and, and then along with that, you know, I'm kind of like in this season of, I'm in a weird season, you know, I'm grieving. And so there are days that like, I just really don't have the energy to do some of the things that, you know, I used to do. And I have to just take care of myself and, and not worry about certain things that, you know, I, I was able to before and in such a way that was like, just more routine. So I'm saying all this to say like, this is kind of like my history with the whole like order and kind of prepping for the week. And why that preparation, that organization, that maintenance was so key. And I tied it to the principle um, in the Bible. And one of the scriptures that has always stuck with me is 1 Corinthians 14.40. But all things should be done decently and in order. And, you know, there is a reason that that is true. I think when things are done in order, when things are done um, decently or when things are, you know, when you're not like running around um, crazy, is that that order brings in itself some rest, right? It gives you rest. What you're deciding to do today will determine where you're at tomorrow. And it's so funny. I was in a Bible study yesterday on Proverbs, you know. And I I love Proverbs, but I, you know, I was thinking like, wow, like Proverbs has such great practical information that can make our lives so much easier, right? And and we should really be, um, you know, encouraging our children or, or, you know, just talking about Proverbs with them. Or maybe I used to slip little um, Bible scriptures in my daughter's lunch when she took, you know, lunch to school because Proverbs literally that wisdom is so applicable to our daily lives. And the Bible study teacher was talking about, um, just some, this isn't a proverb, but it's an adage that he used to say to his kids. And it was, you know, you are where you are today because of the decision decision you made yesterday. Right. And it's that same sense of like taking care of your future self, Like if you want to take care of your future self, you have to make decisions and use discernment about how to do that, like making the choices that lead to where you want to be tomorrow. And so when you're thinking about like Mondays, right? Like when you think about how do I want my Monday to look? You don't want to be arguing with your kids in the car. You don't want to be looking for your keys. You don't want to be worried about dinner. You don't want to be looking and thinking, oh, you know, shoot, I have to go get gas because I only have a few miles left, you know, and I've been there. I've got my daughter to school on like 10 miles, okay? So I am not judging. I've been there and I could still easily be there if I'm not intentional. And I think that's the key too, right? It's like, it's like how do I become intentional to make my life easier so that I can get the rest that I need, that I can give of myself in a way that is, um, you know, genuine and not in this rushed, hurried state. 
So I just want to talk today about a few things that I have done recently that have really helped me um, with my Mondays. And I, I could definitely see the fruit today. So the first thing is the cleaning schedule. And I already talked a little bit about this, <clears throat> but I have found that having a cleaning schedule the past few weeks has really helped me with, you know, just going into a new week. So really quickly, um, and I might have another podcast on this episode actually, but to give you an idea of what my cleaning schedule looks like, Monday I do, I polish everything and I clean glass, right? So like any mirrors, um, sometimes picture frames, you know, anything that's glass. I do clean the inside of my windows. I don't do the outside. I mean, it's still winter here really, but I do, I will clean the inside of my windows and I will do that like usually every other week. Um, and then Tuesday I vacuum the house. Wednesday I mop the floors. Thursdays I do the bathroom and that's like wiping down, like doing a really good thorough cleaning in the bathroom. And then Friday, I've been doing like a clutter project. <clears throat> Sorry, something's in my throat. Um, so what I'll do is like, I will take out something that I want to clutter, like whether it's a drawer, right? And like focus on that. Um, like last week, I did the clothes that were in a bin that we were like kind of forgot about in the basement. And I took that and I really cleaned that out and got rid of those. Um, and gave them away or, you know, threw away things that I didn't need. So Friday is that kind of like clutter project. <clears throat> and then Saturday and Sunday, I'm really just tidying up. Um, so let me just say this. Mondays. Now, if you don't have a cleaning schedule, that's okay. This is what I do suggest you do. On the like Saturday or Sunday, you know, and I know we should rest on Sunday. Don't, you know, I don't want to be uh, breaking anybody's Sabbath rules here, but if you can tidy up enough, right? Just clean up enough so that when you wake up, you're not waking up to dishes in the sink. <clears throat> you're not waking up to like, you know, garbage overflowing or whatever, whatever you need to do to wake up and have a peaceful space. That is what you do. Okay. So whatever that looks like for you, <clears throat> just if you can't do the whole week schedule, you haven't gotten one yet, just think about like the things that you can do on like Saturday or, you know, a few minutes on Sunday night just to prep your home so that you are not waking up in a state where you feel like you're in chaos. Okay. So that may be like I said, like making sure the dishes are done, emptying the garbage. It could be, um, it could be simply like making sure the kids' books bags are not strewn all over the place. There are some things that I do daily, like I wash the dishes daily. <clears throat> I also do a load of laundry pretty much daily. Um, there are times that I just do it like twice a week, but my daughter wears a uniform for school, so she's always washing her clothes, I feel like. But um, one thing I would say is do that load of laundry for Monday, okay? Don't go into the week with, you know, no towels to dry off on, like, you know, the kids' clothes aren't ready or something like that. Like, if you can have enough laundry done, even if it's one load to get you through on Monday, do that so that you're waking up with everything you need, um, at least in the terms of like towels or, you know, like I said, clothes, things like that. 
Um, <clears throat> and I, I, do, I will say, though, having that laundry twice a week has really helped it not pile up because I feel like with laundry, it's one of those things that it's not that it's so hard to do, but when it starts piling up, that's when it becomes really a pain. So the caveat to that is, you know, on that Monday, you know, before that Monday, make sure that you're folding things and putting them where they go, um, just so that you're not dealing with that on Monday morning. Okay. The other thing is get gas for the week. If you can do this on Saturday, that's great. If your tank is, you know, half full, you might want to fill it up just so that you're not thinking about it during the week. I have, there is nothing worse than like waking up late on Monday and then realizing like you have 12 miles to get to school, right? So get that gas beforehand if you're driving anywhere. It's just that maintenance, right? And then you don't have to worry about it for the rest of the week. And I think it can also save you money if you kind of like top it off, right? Like ahead of time. Um, So get the gas. Number three, meal plans. A meal plan is one of those things that would make so many lives easier if we just took the 15 minutes to sit down, create a meal plan, because that meal plan also then dictates kind of like what you're buying at the grocery store, right? So that you're not overbuying or you're not like buying things that just kind of sit around and go bad. Now, if you can't do the meal plan for the week, that's okay too. Just do a meal plan for Monday then, right? It is going to make your day so much smoother if you know what you all are having for dinner on Monday, So for example, this Monday, um, what I did was I knew I was going to make a roast. So last night, yesterday, we had gone out for a while. And this is the nice thing too about, you know, kind of having a little bit more order. We were able to go out kind of, we had lunch and then uh, we went to the museum in DC and then we had dinner again. And the reason why I'll tell you this, um, (laughs) this is why everybody should have a meal plan, right? But when you're out, you know, it's it's cool to treat yourself. So we went to this little place I used to go to and we ordered two waffles with berries, a coffee and a lemonade and water. OK, it was like over 30 bucks and it was like <laughs> the waffle was so small. Like I literally ate it. I, I When I say like five minutes, I was starving, number one, but I ate it probably in like five minutes. I was so hungry, but I wasn't going to order from there anymore. So my daughter was like, oh, I want to go to the museum. So we went down the museum. I just dealt with my hunger. And then afterwards, we went um, to dinner at a place that I also knew because at that point it was like kind of late and I knew I wasn't going to make dinner. But we had a pretty good dinner, but it was still again 30. So I spent like 60 bucks eating out, which is like insane, right? That meal plan is going to save you so much money if you just take the time to do it. Um, So last night we were out and I said, you know what? I'm going to pick up a roast because when I had gone grocery shopping, I couldn't find, I don't know, they were out of roast, like, which was so bizarre. But anyway, I picked up a roast and today I put that in the crock pot and I know that now dinner is made right? Crock-Pot meals on Monday are such a good idea. Get some Crock-Pot recipes, throw them in for Monday, and that way when you get home, 
that meal is already done and you are not worried about cooking dinner. You can kind of chill and relax. Um, the one thing I love about making roast, it's so simple, guys. Like I basically sear it and I season it, <laughs> cut up some onion. I put some onion inside of like, you know, like the little corners of the meat. Um, I use this like McCormick, I believe. It's like a roast beef, like powder sauce type of thing that you mix up. Put that on. I throw in, I don't even cut them. I throw in baby potatoes, um, like those little miniature round potatoes, some carrots from a bag, <clears throat> some onion, put in some beef broth and let it simmer for like, or let it cook for eight hours, six to eight hours. And it's, it's delicious. It's delicious. We don't even really need a side. And what's great about that is you can have it for Tuesday's lunch. You can have it for Tuesday's dinner, depending on, you know, how big the roast is or like, you know, if you're having it, um, if you have a whole family, they're like a, a larger family, they're probably eating it in one day. But if not, it's great to have those leftovers. So I've eaten it as like a stew with a nice big piece of crusty bread and it's fabulous. Um, that's what we usually get. We get like a, a loaf of crusty bread or we do like cornbread and it is delicious. It's delicious on like colder days. Um, but there's so many cool recipes and delicious ones that you can make in the crock pot that don't take a lot of time. So consider Monday your crock pot meal day. Okay. Um, four, I think I kind of talked about is a load of laundry, right? And that is just making sure that you have what you need for Monday. Um, the other thing is, and <clears throat> this is a big one, review your schedule for Monday. Now, I would take this a step further and say, get a calendar out. And on Saturday, you already know, usually the week ahead, like meetings, extracurricular activities, anything that's going on, put that on the calendar. <clears throat> that's going to really give you kind of like an insight into the week and what it looks like. If you're having a busy Monday, the best thing you can do is at least plan it out so that there are no surprises, right? So any calls that need to be done, any appointments that need to be made, put that on your schedule. And that way you already know what's happening on Monday. And it just kind of helps you kind of plan out to like your day and even like your week ahead. Again, I think all of these things are great for a week ahead, but if you can only do it for Monday, just do it for Monday so that at least your day starts out, your week starts out on a good note. Um, I've been using this app called Structured, which is really good too. Um, it's on your phone. You can put it on your phone and it's basically like a calendar with times and you, you can do the little create the to-do list, but I have found that really helpful. Like I am a pen and paper girl, but if I'm out and about, I find that to be a little bit more convenient because I'm not carrying around like a huge, you know, binder of, you know, a big uh, organizer. So those are my like five tips that I have been doing recently that have really helped. Um, other little things, you know, again, put out the like the lunch for the day before. If you have little kids, get those clothes ready the day before, you know, have book bags packed and ready. Um, with teenagers, obviously it's a little different. They're more responsible for themselves, but try to incorporate these things in their lives as well, especially if they're making you late, right? Because my daughter, 
I love her, but she is in this weird space where she takes a long time to get ready. And it's so funny. It's not like she's like primping, but it's just, she takes a long time to get ready. She wears a uniform. So I'm like, you know, it's not like she's like picking out clothes here, but she needs a little extra time. So as much as I can have ready the day before, the better. Um, So I would say incorporate that into your kid's life too, right? Like maybe have a checklist for Monday for everybody. Um, And you can do that by just like running off a bunch of pieces of paper or whatever. And then each Monday by the door, if it's like a chalkboard or whatever, just checking off like, okay, everybody has this, 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 and this. You know what I mean? So just thinking about those simple things that will make your life easier. And if you work too, right? Like if you're working from home, whether you're working at home in the office, knowing the meetings that you have, like just giving that view of like, okay, this is what's happening and preparing as much as you can for it is really going to help you out. So the other thing I would just say, and this is probably the most important thing that you can do. And I have had seasons in my life where I'm really good at this and then seasons in my life that I'm not so good at it. But if you can wake up even 15 minutes earlier than everybody else, and I know this is nothing new, right? Especially on Monday though, which seems like, are you crazy? I I don't even want to get out of bed. I just want to kind of like get that extra 15 minutes of sleep in. But if you can get up 15 minutes early, have your coffee or tea or whatever, and just kind of sit in the quietness with yourself, right? Like say a prayer, um, pray for the day ahead, you know, take some time to be with God because that's really where you need to, um, plug into, right? And I've had a whole, you know, podcast about this is that episode about plugging in, you know, we plug into so much in the world first that it drains our energy, right? It drains our energy because our real source is God. It is plugging into Jesus on a daily basis um, and, and getting that refreshment, right? That is how we get rejuvenated. That's how we get refreshed. That's who gives us the energy to get through the next minute when we feel like, oh my God, I can't go another step, right? I found that is the best way to start your day and really to start your day every day, not just Monday, but really every day. And even if, you know, you're lying in bed and you, you know, you just open your Bible and just read one verse, you know, just read one verse to start your day off. Say one prayer for your children, for yourself, for the Monday ahead or for the week ahead or for somebody else. I think that makes a huge difference. Um, <clears throat> in the mornings, the one thing that I do is I listen to podcasts um, and I also listen to sermons. So I find that really, um, that helps me continue with that spiritual nourishment that happens on Sunday, right? Because I think so often we're all like, yeah, you know, it's Sunday, we're, you know, worshiping, we're happy, we're fellowshipping, we're filled up with the word. And then Monday comes and everybody's like, forgets about how you were feeling on Sunday, right? Like you don't take it into the week. And that is why, and I really believe this, is that um, I think that's why we get so burned out. You know, I'm, I'm still writing a book on single mom burnout. And I feel that burnout is such a 
epidemic right now. Like, I feel like people are tired, they're exhausted, they're cranky, you know, and I see that all the time. And I hear people voicing that. And I think part of it is like, we have so much on our plates. We're so hurried. We're, we're trying to do so many things at one time. And it's just exhausting, right? And then already being in a divisive, like divisive culture right now is just like, it, it's just, it's a lot, right? It's a lot. It's a lot, guys. So <clears throat> find the little things during your week to help you for the next day, right? Like, and not just the things of like your home, like cleaning up and, you know, not just those things, but like the things that give your heart a little joy, you know? Um, Take 10 minutes to read every day. Um, You know, definitely wake up, spend some time with God, you know? And it's obviously you can spend time with God any part of the day. And I, any part of the day, right? He's not one of those, that's the most beautiful thing is that we have access to God 24 seven. He's always with us. And especially, you know, it's funny, like I had a moment, I've been having quite a few moments lately, but where I'm not going to lie, I feel kind of, um, I'm mourning my dad and I feel, there are times I feel really alone, you know? And I found that I need to just kind of be in that. And like, that is when I cry out, right? That is when like, I, I'm kind of angry and I, I'm sad and I'm I'm really in my rawest, most vulnerable state. But that is when I feel like God shows up the most for me. Like, <laughs> I remember one day I was just like, can I just get a break? Like, you know, and I'm just like crying and crying and like, but then there is like that peace that passes understanding, you know, that peace that only God can give, the peace that gets you through each and every single day. And I say like out of any tip that you'll ever get, that is the most important one. And that is to plug into Jesus every day, right? Not just the day before Monday or Monday morning, but every day. But um you know, we also have these tools too to help us and on the really practical side of our life. So I hope you enjoyed this episode um, and hearing just a few of the things that I've done to kind of help me throughout um, <clears throat> the week and getting caught up and kind of waking up on Monday and not feeling like, you know, chicken little running around with my head cut off, right? So um, I hope you've enjoyed those. I will also be creating an episode, I think, on my weekly cleaning schedule because it's really been helpful to me. And I think that, you know, again, it's going to vary on your home and incorporating your children in to help and all those things. But I feel like that has been a real turning point for me in terms of just having more time. So I hope you enjoyed this episode. I hope you have a fantastic Monday that you take some time for yourself Um, that you take some time with God and just keep getting refreshed and have a great day. And I will be coming back talking to you soon.